Movie Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to offer. I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week in our holiday special, Alan Rickman professes his love for us while he holds a building hostage as an overweight Tim Allen battles against Richard Attenborough to decide which Santa Claus will go in to save them all. But before we get into something new, it's time for something even newer as we introduce our friend and fellow executive from non-denominational Winter Holiday Studios, all the way from Australia, it's Beck Melrose. Hello, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. very welcome. Yeah. As we mentioned, friend of uh, Movie Film Studios, non-denominational Winter Holiday Studios. What do you do over there at non-denominational Winter Holiday Studios? We like to call it non-denom because the name's quite long. Oh, yeah. Um, but we basically deal in um, holiday movies, all kinds of holiday ah, movies, particularly lovely. in winter, though. That's exclusively winter. It's coincidental that uh, you're here today as well because we do happen to be doing a, uh, a holiday special to celebrate this joyous time of year. So uh, we've got a nice selection of holiday films yeah. to look at. But of course, before we get into any of that, it's time for Box Office Report. So last week we released the film Slash Cut. Yes. Which was a documentary mashup with a uh, slasher film where a cursed script uh, constantly was uh, making <laughs> movie producers and aspiring film stars kill yeah. one another yeah. in a uh, in a survival of the the fittest, I suppose, kind of uh, so, last yeah. one out uh, so a slasher type, type film. How did that go in the uh, box office this, this uh, week? The thing is, it's still in production. All right. Uh, so as we uh, as we mentioned last week, it was going to be documentary style. We get. University students, university filmmakers, just people that have never shot a film before to go out there, take this script, shoot as much footage as possible, and then we'd put together the film in the edit. Okay. The problem is they're still shooting. Uh, They've turned it into this massive kind of university art project. Uh, As a result, a whole bunch of university students have failed their finals now because they have just been locked into doing this film. so irresponsible. I know. The average cost of like SSD storage and hard drives has just skyrocketed because the amount of footage that we are shooting is astronomical. We're getting like hard drives being shipped to the studio by the second. Your studio is so disorganized. That (laughs) would never happen at Nondenoms. Well, look, I mean, this is the thing. This is what happens when you try and branch out and do something different. You run into massive logistical problems. So yeah, we've we've uh, we've really kind of screwed the pooch on this one. Um, the film is still in production. I'm just glad that there haven't been any deaths because the, the one thing that I was worried about is a mockumentary about a documentary film team filming people <laughs> making a, a documentary about a slasher yep. where people end up dead and it's all part of the script. I yep. really thought that when we started filming this, someone might take it too far yeah. and actually, you know, the thing play is, out the film and kill someone. The thing is, I it don't, happens, I don't know. know. We, we kind of locked them all on the soundstage and just left them in there with a constant supply of hard drives to record on. So, so no one's checked on them? No. All right. Are I they mean, still there? Yeah. Wow. We <laughs> We should probably check on them. Yeah, That's you should right. maybe check on them. That's right. I mean, so long as they keep sending us dailies just to, yeah, yeah. to make sure they're actually filming something. They keep... They or keep... that they're still alive. Like, we've only had two deaths at Nondenoms, so <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing. I think they're just subsisting on, like, hard drives right now. That's yeah, all exactly. Like, they're just eating the drives. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not sending in food. That's gross. All right. On to this week in trailers. And as mentioned, it is a bit of a holiday special. So we've put together a whole bunch of holiday films that we've either not seen 
or um, can't remember very well. So vague, vague recollections from childhood Christmases yep. watching on TV yep. with like only one or two scenes standing out. So yeah, exactly. We exclusively watch holiday films, and we dispute that Die Hard is a holiday film. So I haven't seen that. <laughs> well. Too bad, because that's the one we're doing first. Uh, so, yes, as mentioned, the first film we have for you today is Die Hard, directed by John McTiernan, starring Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, and Alexander Godunov. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Is We'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. I missed you. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be taught a lesson in the real use of power. There is brilliant because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. But I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants... Think, damn it, think! ...is to be a hero. Where's Holly? Black Tucker! Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? <laughs> so as you mentioned, Beck... Lots of people cite this as their favourite Christmas film. Yeah. And whilst it is set at Christmas, mm-hmm. it is just not Christmas themed in any way, shape or form. It's Too uh, many machine guns. Yeah, but like, what if that's your idea of how Christmas is? What if that's... That's, that's true. How dysfunctional is your family that machine gun fire? <laughs> it's about as functional as this studio. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, who are we to say, who are we to prescribe what a Christmas is? I mean, for, exactly. for a lot of people, it's sitting around with family, eating food and giving presents. For yep. other people, it's killing it's German <laughs> mercenaries in a Nakahomi Tower <laughs> in, in uh, Los Angeles. Exactly. So, I mean, and who's to say that it's not a big allegory? Like, Alan Rickman is the Grinch. That's true. And uh, Bruce Willis is Santa Claus coming to deliver wholesome presents of bullets and destruction from his... Great, just what I've always wanted. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. <laughs> Uh, there's this really weird thing that goes on in this trailer here where yeah. they must not be allowed to swear in the trailer itself because yep. um, just as he says yippee ki mother there's like an explosion and he's blown backwards he doesn't get to fix it and it's like uh, later on the, the cop's like I'm in charge here and uh, you're in charge of Jack and, and, and explosion it cuts out just as he was going to say the, the very very dirty S word which is, I mean is this a thing for the trailer is this happening in the actual film as well because I know there are films that do this they're like I'm fairly sure he does swear quite a lot in this film because okay, yeah. in the I think I've I've mentioned this before in the version that I watched in Singapore. Yeah, he said "Yippee ki Mr. Falcon." <laughs> <laughs> they, they dubbed over all the swear words in their so. version called "Die Softcock." <laughs> I'm just thinking about the mouth shape now of Mr. Falcon, and it almost works. It almost it works. Almost for, works. For, for, <laughs> Mr. Falcon. They do a weird one for snakes on a plane as well, and I can remember, like, because because it, it's like get these. Um, I can't even mother loving anyway they they, they change it they change it the second time I'm like he's saying the same word like you don't need to dub over two different (laughs) times Samuel L. Jackson um, expletes is that is that the verb yeah expletes away no that's not right (laughs) this word very expletive it's an it's a I expleted an expletive it sounds like you've got a disease yeah Yeah. I don't know anyway good uh, old fashioned swears (laughs) Go see Die Hard. I don't know. I can't believe you guys have never seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it. I know so much about it because 
Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine references it all the time, yeah. and just from popular culture, it is. It's so deeply. I know about the bus. Yeah. yeah, but the bus is about all I know. The bus. What? Isn't there a bus in Die Hard that explodes? Speed. Oh right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <With Keanu Reeves. laughs> there we go. Like oh hey, there, come hang out on our movie podcast. <laughs> I've watched Blades of Glory about 10 times and that's probably it. <laughs> that could be a Christmas movie. Why aren't we doing that? It's oh, set in it's a brilliant. winter wonderland. Oh, and it's heartwarming. It, <laughs> it is. All right. Go see Die Hard on Netflix or, I don't know, somewhere that has it because we don't. All right. On to the next film uh, for this week's episode, which is Miracle on 34th Street, the 1994 version directed by Les Mayfield and starring Richard Attenborough, Mara Wilson, Elizabeth Perkins and Dylan McDermott. You know what? I know. You know what? The secret. What secret? Santa Claus. I've known for a long time. He's not real. Says who? My mom. I am the parent. You are the friendly guy down the hall. They say... That seeing is believing. <laughs> but the truth is, the world is held together by things you can't see. There really has to be something you want for Christmas. A house, a brother, and a dad. That's all I ever want. He loves you and he wants to kiss you. And he thinks he's the most beautiful woman in the whole world. If you really Santa Claus, you can get it for me. Right. It's an engagement ring. If, if you can't accept anything hey! faith, then you're doomed for a life dominated by doubt. Oh, it's so, so it's so sweet. It's so it's so lovely. I believe. <laughs> so I think I'm going to be the odd one out here where I haven't seen this. Oh, at all. How dare I have, you? I'm no idea. Is he Santa? Yeah, or he does is. It, He's he legitimately is. Santa, and Re- they prove spo- it in sorry, a court spo- of law. Spoilers. So I mean, he this is, is a, spoilers. A weird yes. thing. Come on, if you haven't seen it, I suck didn't it up. think this was going to turn into like a, a courtroom drama. I know. Having said that, Dylan McDermott is in it, so like, of course, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. going to be a courtroom drama. <laughs> yeah, uh, he of. Alec McBeal and the, I think the practice, the practice he, yes there was the a one. spin-off of Alec McBeal where he was the the lawyer uh, okay yes so uh, I mean we should probably summarize this story which we didn't do for Die Hard but um, Miracle on 34th Street uh, follows Myra Wilson's character who's like an eight-year-old kid who doesn't believe in Santa Claus uh, meets uh, sort of a shopping mall Santa Claus who is played by Richard Attenborough who is actually Santa Claus he has a real beard and he is fancy free and jolly and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she's like, I don't believe in you uh, unless you can make like, unless we can, you can make a full family for me. Cause I want a uh, dad and a brother and a house in the country. Yeah, and exactly. a consognathus and a raptor. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, Richard Attenborough. Come back to me at the end of this year and show me what you've done. I mean, speaking of that, there's a bit in this trailer where Mara Wilson sort of plucks the beard of Richard Attenborough, and I'm just like, oh, she's got his DNA. Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's just going to clone him. Um, so it's it's very wholesome. And then it sort of evolves into Can this sort really, of. You said cloning Richard Attenborough. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I brought it up again. There's this weird, really weird theory that suggests that uh, 
everyone who goes into Jurassic Park is yep. also a clay. Really? So uh, Richard Attenborough and, um, and Sam uh, Sam Neill yep, and um, Jeff Goldblum, and they 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 send these people in over and over again oh, to to test to amazing. test the security uh, protocols of the. Wow. And so, like, whilst they've died this time, then they'll just clone just them back. and send oh, them back in again. Okay. The well, world maybe, needs okay. more Goldblum. That's great. So maybe Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and Jurassic Park <laughs> and this fan theory is a massive crossover. <laughs> I can see so much evidence for that. There is a, probably a ton of evidence in there. Uh, but anyway, this uh, film goes into a kind of law case yeah. uh, surrounding... It actually feels really To Kill a Mockingbird at one stage it there as It well. really does. I'm like, you see Dylan McDermott standing there like Atticus Finch. I'm like, what are they trying here? Yeah. Uh, and there's this like, really weird scene where like the prosecutor, played by like a bad guy you've seen in a whole bunch of other films... I can't remember the actor's name, uh, but he he's, like he's nineties antagonist. He's nineties antagonist. <laughs> I'm and I don't believe. <laughs> absolutely, and he brings a reindeer into the court, and he's like, "Excuse me, I'd like uh, Mr. Kringle here, who is Santa Claus's name, to make this reindeer fly." It's like, just like what, what? How would this pass in any court? Do, do they do they defrost his icy heart at the end of the film? Is, is that something? <laughs> I, 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 again, I, I just assume that's a scene where the the sleigh is flying through the streets of New York and Kamajani <laughs> Judge Lawyer Man looks out the window and he's just like, oh, I'm a child again and I do believe and miracles do happen maybe. on 34th Street. Or maybe he just I do m- think there's like a gentle wave through the blinds at one point <laughs> just as a tear slowly forms in his maybe. eye but never drops because he's a man. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe, uh, you know, the magic of Christmas dust sprinkles all over me melts like a Nazi from Indiana Jones. That's true. (laughs) I also haven't seen that. No! (laughs) All of our references Guys, are you aware Will Ferrell has made lots of films? (laughs) (laughs) Get busy. Has he made an Indiana Jones film yet? No, I'd watch it if he did. Oh, there's something similar. There's a Sherlock Holmes one coming out. There is, actually. Oh, yeah, that's looking good. Is that with John C. McGinley as well? Riley. John C. Riley. Riley. McGinley's the guy from Scrubs. Scrubs, Never mind that. All right. He might be in it. I haven't checked. Maybe. (laughs) Go see Miracle on 34th Street. Back in 1994. (laughs) Sure. Great year. Speaking of 1994. Yes. The the other Christmas film to come out that year was uh, The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus, directed by John Pasquin. And starring Tim Allen, Judge Reinhold, Wendy Crewson, and Eric Lloyd. It was the night before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve... Hey, you! The unthinkable happened. You killed him! Did not. Now, this night... Something should happen to me. Put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do. It's up to them... Let's... Go! To save the day. Together, Scott Kelvin and his son Charlie take on the biggest job in the world. Looking good, Dad. And though it has its dangers. Nice teeth. He thought it was just for one night. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. Oh boy. Oh boy! More legal drama. More legal drama. This one even worse because uh, so basically the, the the plot of this is Tim Allen's dumbass uh, sees a guy on his roof who's dressed as Santa Claus, scares him. The guy falls off his roof and dies. Um, <laughs> and it turns out it was actually Santa the Claus, the real Santa the whole time. What so a uh, Tim Allen is now on the now has to become Santa Claus. 
and deliver presents all over the world. Santa had a business card too. Yeah, has a business card saying, put on the suit and the reindeer will know what to do. Spends the night delivering presents only to discover it's not just for one night. Yep. He is now permanently the new Santa Claus. Yes. And no matter what he does, he can't avoid that. He starts putting on weight. He starts growing a big white beard. Yep. And eventually he yields to the fact that he is now Father Christmas and wins Uh over the love of children all over the world and the respect of his son. Sure. Whatever. There is, yeah. So so many things wrong with this, but the thing that I couldn't get over was like, did he go to Vista Print and just have one card printed? (laughs) You're not going to get a deck of a hundred, like in case you die a hundred times. But it was very well printed. It it was glossy. It was glossy. It had like the raised. He paid for the extras. It wasn't. He really did. It wasn't default card stock. Yeah, no, there was no mucking around with that. Should just do one. as well, man. I like to think that this film is like a a sequel to Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and Tim Allen just killed Richard Attenborough. Can you imagine, though, carrying around a business card on your inside jacket pocket in the event of your death? <laughs> I know, right? And it was just in pristine every day, wallet, keys, phone, business card for in case of death to tell people what to do with my body. Imagine the, like, the New York Stock Exchange version of this as well. It's just like a business suit that you have to put on and then you become the best stockbroker in the world. Wall Street jerk. Delivered. Does, does, does this work jerk. with any other like holiday? I mean, you're the, the holiday uh, film yes. expert. Is there is there an equivalent Easter Bunny type suit or? No, the Easter Bunny. Oh, come on, guys. The Easter Bunny <laughs> doesn't wear a suit, just a bow tie. So okay, fair enough. So and it you... has no magical properties associated with None. it whatsoever. But you know, now that I've identified this as a trope, I'll bring that back to the studio <laughs> and see what happens. Um, yeah, this is again charming, wholesome, yada yada yada. The kid in this film, actually, you know how you said uh, the other guy from. Miracle on 34th Street was like 90s antagonist. This is 90s son. Yeah. It's ja- like, but also Myra Wilson is is 90s, 90s child. child so the, in yeah. the trailer, they mentioned that she's um of uh, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire yeah. And this is obviously before she played Matilda, but yeah. like the Mrs. Doubtfire child, the Miracle on 34th Street child, the yep. um, uh, Matilda child. Yep. I'm sure she's probably in some other ones as well yep. with dysfunctional parents that she has to bring together and make sure they realize they love yeah. each other. But the kid in this one is always like disappointed kid. Yeah. I don't know if he's played this in Santa Claus. He's definitely played it in other films. So he's just like disappointed in one or both of his parents uh, <laughs> there's, there's all the time. There's not a lot of like real estate out there for good kid actors. You, you no. find one, heartwarming, can actually know their lines. It's yep. just like, you're going to be in every film just we make them. for the yeah. next, uh, next 15 <laughs> years yeah. until you're not cute anymore. Yep. <laughs> that's what happened to Jake Lloyd. Oh. Jingle all the way, Phantom Menace, and that's it. Yep. Nothing else. Oh, oh the right. kid from The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Right. He, was he was in, in Jingle All the Jingle Way. All the he, way. Was. he was the kid, yeah. He was, yeah, which we discussed in our last holiday special. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, go see The Santa Claus, probably on TV when they replay yeah, it for the 10th time. every year. Or, it's go, a, or go see the sequel. There's a true. second one for some reason. It's a, it's That'll tr- probably be on 7, no, I, I'm fairly sure <laughs> they made like four or five of these ones. Like, it, it just keeps going. But Tim, Tim Allen as Santa Claus is such a weird choice. There must have been a point in the early 90s when he was on Home Improvement yep. that like... He was a bankable pe- star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and I suppose he did obviously Toy Story in the same year yes. as well. Well, that's the thing. So, uh, but <laughs> he's he's a like in jail for cocaine kind of like comedian <laughs> of the eighties. I don't know how he turned it around to be so this sort wholesome. of like family wholesome guy. But Disney adopted him. So, yeah. Home Improvement, I believe, was a Buena Vista uh, sitcom, which sure. is owned by Disney. Oh, there you go. Toy Story, made by Pixar, produced by Disney. The Santa Claus is a Disney film. Is it Disney as well? I think he went to Disney rehab. And he's just come out as the wholesome family. I, actor I wouldn't that be surprised wow. if they like uh, he had accidents and they'd rebuilt him using parts <laughs> of Buzz Lightyear. And he's more he's more Disney than man now. <laughs> what happens inside that facility? I don't- 
<laughs> we, we, we've tried to figure that oh, out. Oh, wow. Uh, That's a podcast for another day. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, anyway, yeah, go see Santa Claus somewhere else. All right, on to the final trailer for this week's episode, and it is a classic that everyone knows and loves if you've seen it, unlike most of us here. It is Love Actually, directed by Richard Curtis, starring every single bloody British actor there is in 2003 when this came out. I do love this one. Throughout the years, working title films and writer Richard Curtis have captured the euphoria, hysteria, and humiliation of love. With the films Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, and Bridget Jones's Diary. Join this unforgettable filmmaking team. Welcome, Prime Minister. This is Natalie. Hello, David. I mean, sir. 20 years ago, you'd have been just his time. <laughs> As they explore that time of year, when desires are revealed. I'm in love. Aren't you that young to be in love? No. Oh, oh, okay. Secrets are exposed. Your secretary is very pretty. Is she? Be careful there. And chances are finally taken. All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> so I assume this is a film you've actually seen? I've actually <laughs> seen it like every year for the last however many years. Was this years. like the inspiration to open non-denominational or non-denom? Like, was uh, non-denoms film? was open before that, oh. but we just really struggled to get traction for the first um, uh. 32 years of the <laughs> studio. <laughs> this is your big break. This was the big break. This is it. All right. Uh, so Love Actually uh, is an ensemble film. Uh, dealing with a sort of individual stories of uh, a whole bunch of ordinary British folk. Ordinary, including the, including prime, the prime Minister. Including the Prime Minister. And a rock star. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, but just your everyday this Brits. This trailer makes some really weird choices on how to pitch the film. They're like, these people made Notting Hill and yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Four Weddings and a Funeral and Bridget Jones's Diary. Yep. You think of those, times it by eight. Yeah. Because we've got eight different love stories in this one film. Yeah. We've jammed them all in here and there's not enough time for them all. But, but don't worry about that because the subtext is trust us. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. It's like a Pizza Hut commercial. It's like from the makers <laughs> yeah. of Meat Lover comes Meat Lover times two with two times the meat. Except this Stuffing is so done. much cheese in the crust, <laughs> you won't believe it. We've bitten off more than we can chew here. Yeah, We've only exactly. got an hour and a half. Uh, if you haven't seen this film, you'll know the tropes. There's the guy that creepily goes to the door of a married woman and tells her that uh, she's After the one filming for filming her? Yeah, yeah that's creepy. weird. And she doesn't, like, call the police. It's very strange. Yeah. She's touched. Also, it's like, weird. he calls her a fatso in those cards, which I think is meant to be some kind of, like, Injured. connection between the two. But, like, out of context, for someone like me that hasn't seen the film before, I'm just like, whoa! It's jarring in the, in the trailer. It was you, a weird so choice. So you actually haven't seen the film? I have not seen the film, oh, but right. I know oh, wow. bits and pieces about it. So enough to, like fudge my way through a holiday special. Uh, but yeah, every actor's in this. So Alan Rickman returns from uh, Die Hard. He does, yeah. <laughs> um, Liam Neeson's in this, taking a break from his taken duties. Yeah. Uh, we've got, uh, what's that? Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. Colin Firth. Col- Colin Firth. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yeah. Kira Knightley. Rowan Atkinson. Bill Nye. Martin uh, Freeman. Martin Freeman. I didn't even know he was in this film. Uh, and it's nuts. You know, fun, cute, gaggy, uh, funny, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of, it's the film that every other studio wishes they released. That, but they, they try. They do, like, they did, Valentine's yeah. Day. They do yeah, New Mother's Year's Day. Day. Yeah, Mother's yeah. Day. It's just, what sort of ensemble cast can we chuck together? What sort of, <laughs> what kind of mean, time of year what kind can of we... meaningless yeah. holiday can we jam I've got an into? idea. Let's start it in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay. Go see Love Actually when they replay it on Christmas I still, Day. I still don't understand the film title. I still reckon there should be a comma after love. It, like, yeah, no, I think it makes love. sense. Love, love actually. actually. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they dumbed it down for the Love American. Actually. I don't... Or Actually Love. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 how I think it should be. I look at the film title. I just, I don't understand it. I'm going to go in a totally different direction and just say they should have just called it Actually. Actually. Just, just Actually. But there's so much love. Don't, they, don't you know? feel it in your fingers and feel it in your toes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I do. Christmas is... <laughs> so many symbols. <laughs> All right, those are the four trailers for this week's holiday special. But of course, before we can do anything with those, we're going to have to take a little walk over to the green room. Let's go. All right, here we are. Welcome to our green room. This is the room that we have painted completely green. It is green from floor to ceiling. Purely because when we discuss anything in here, it's immediately greenlit. Yeah, all of our ideas should be birthed into a greenlit room, so yep. they, they only know success. I yes. love that. I'm taking that back to Nundan Arms. Yeah. You should. I'm it's sick of getting told fantastic. no. Also, yeah. It doubles as a green screen studio as well, so you just save a bit of money there as well. That's so clever. I'm uh, so glad we're, to be working with you guys. It's an honour. That's right. We're collaborating already. Yeah. I like yeah. it. All right. So uh, we're not going to choose a specific film this week because it is a holiday special, so we kind of just mash them all together. But before we do, let's just have a quick recap cap of each of the films we so. have a single location action film with a lone hero yep we have a uh believing in childhood innocence court case <laughs> uh, we have Standard. a uh fish out of water uh wacky comedy yep uh and we have a ensemble uh love film i suppose ensemble <laughs> what's, love it, what, what's it about love actually, actually yeah <laughs> That's that's must be where it, like someone asked that in a pitch meeting and it's like that's the name that's of the it. that's not even it. a sentence and it needs a comma in it get rid of that comma <laughs> doesn't play well um, <laughs> test audience didn't like the comma <laughs> film perfect comma mm. uh, so I think there's with each of these films there's a really strong kind of core that uh, the the whole Christmas stuff is built on top of uh, so I think we need that we need that like core like what are we gonna do and I, first of all, let's, for the first thing, let's take the ensemble cast. Uh, I want that in our film. We need to have a huge, huge cast filled with as many actors as we can pull. And not just from Britain this time. Let's just go to everywhere around the world and get as many different actors as we can and jam them all into this film. But let's start there because we can't go past Alan Rickman and Richard Attenborough. Yeah, like- no, but we'd have to bring them back from the dead. Guys, I don't want problems. I want solutions. <laughs> uh, so we Disney-style uh, CGI recreate them if we need to. It's possible. Technology. Yeah. It is, yep. Even, yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll call up Mara Wilson and see if she's still got that hair of Richard Attenborough. Well, we and we'll just him. clone him. We can clone him. Yeah. We could also just take snippets of his dialogue from Jurassic Park and oh. just try and weave it in. Ooh. I like it. I like yeah. that too, yeah. Love right. Love will find a way. Love will find a way. <laughs> That's not even one of his lines. Right. If, we sub- if he can say life, but we subtitle it as love, and you know that phenomenon where if you're reading a word, even if they don't say it, you hear you it? You hear oh, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Uh, so... Well, we've already decided without a plot or an outline, Alan Rickman and Richard Attenborough are coming back into the film and we're using their dialogue they've already recorded from other films. Yeah, yeah. what about Harry Potter? That's yeah, another great. good one. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing says... Even from Die Hard, there's a great line where Alan Rickman says, 
I will count to three. There will not be a four. <laughs> oh, that's in. Whatever movie we make, that's in. Yep. But we need to make it for like a very innocuous event as well. Like he says that not for not yeah. to be intimidating, but just because it's kind of endearing. I don't know what scene that would be. <laughs> how could you make that scene innocent? Oh, how many partridges are in that pear tree? I will count to three. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Does, right. Are we doing then a 12 Days of Christmas? Have we just sort of stumbled yeah, I, into I really a great like idea? Because like the 12 Days of Christmas, I'm pretty sure is in public domain now. Yeah. You know what that means. No licensing issues. Great, we can use so that. So where Love Actually is eight times as good as all the romantic comedies that have come before, our, yep. our film is 12, 12, times, 12 times, times better than any Christmas film that has ever been made. You know what? I feel like we can make this even better. You know how it is the 12 Days of Christmas? We release 12 days of film. So like every day is a different film. Oh, oh, right. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so you actually you have to attend the cinema 12 times. Like from December 13th all the way yeah. up to December 15th. It's like an, it's like an advent calendar, just shorter. Sure. All right. Okay. I love great. That. That's yeah. so trendy There's at the moment, like snackable yeah. content. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Digestible. There's yeah. not even, it's not even dig- digestible. It's still two and a half hours of film every day. It's like the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child that goes over like two nights now. It's what? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like three hours the first night, three hours the next night. You have to go to both of them that's to un- get the whole that story. That is completely unwatchable. That's, that seems unfair. But like, we will do the 12 days of Christmas as 12 individual films that you have to see over 12 days, two and a half hours each. Uh, it'll be the biggest, the biggest Christmas holiday release ever. Do we make it's it so like the like uh, the plots are interrelated so you have to watch Of the, course they are. You, you can't really understand the Maids of Milking yeah. unless you've watched The Lords <laughs> of Leaping. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that makes sense from a yeah. marketing standpoint. Yeah, exactly. That's non-negotiable. Well, so the thing is, like the thing with 12 Days of Christmas is that it kind of summarizes itself as you yeah. go further and further into the film. So I, uh, into the song rather. So I feel like the film also kind of needs to do that. So as you go into like day two of the film, it kind of summarizes a little bit of day one. Um, so oh, what I no. what I really like as well in future years is people trying to find their own order of watching the film as yeah. well. There's a thing called <laughs> like, I think it's called oh, the Machete yeah. Order, where with Star Wars, they're like yeah. you should watch episode five, uh, four then five, yep. then, then two, then three, then six, yep. and it's like oh it's the Machete Order, and it's like it's this really weird way of watching it where you get these events that are happening out of sequence. I really like the idea of going like oh in like 2020, <laughs> it's like this year we're going to watch nine then seven, then five <laughs> then twelve then eight. We're not even going to watch ten. No one cares about 10. Yeah. And then we go back to one. And one's where it all started. And if you watch that for the last one, you really get the subtleties <laughs> that they're playing out through oh, the rest man. of the films. What would be even better is, uh, again, in the future, when this goes uh, to syndication, 12 different uh, channels are playing each each film. And so you can just flick between them at any given time and go f- jump from like day six to day one to day seven oh, to day eight. Like all as you go along. I really want in the future a like Wizard of Oz, Dark Side of the Moon yes. kind of thing, yeah. where like people are watching. You sync this. it up with the yeah, yeah. With You're soundtrack. syncing it up to a soundtrack. Great. So which sound? Which like I think each film is going to have to sync up to a different, uh, a different <laughs> album. But the question is sort of like, what do you do? Is there anyone who's like any band that's released twelve albums that we can then just go? Uh, did ABBA release twelve albums? <laughs> no, I bet you like Aqua has probably got twelve <laughs> albums. <laughs> If they haven't, we'll get them back in the studio uh, to record another... I'm going to assume they've only released one, so we'll get them to record another 11 albums. Yeah, for sure. Uh, or just then, like every movie, the backing track is Candyman. 
<laughs> but you don't get sick of it because it just works. Exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. So let's go back to the twelve layers of Christmas as I, a as a story. Okay. Uh, I would struggle to get through. I don't know the. I don't know all of well, them. Let me call the academy. I know there's five golden rings. I'm I'm at one. I'm stuck. What's a partridge? I always thought it was it's a bird, a, isn't it? It's like it's like a dove, like a a pigeon. That's going to be hard. I think we're going to have to sub that out for a cheaper bird. <laughs> and a pear tree. Have you ever seen a pear tree? No, I no. haven't. They're like apple trees, but weird. Yeah. Um, let me just... Uh, the Academy is just sending me the uh, lyrics to the 12 Days of Christmas. So we've got a partridge in a pear tree, uh, two turtle doves. Sounds like some hideous Jurassic Park mutant hybrid there. Yeah, can't which I think is, them either. Which I think is where movie two needs to go. There's there's probably a, about 140 different birds all throughout. <laughs> <laughs> but like, because it's all uh, like geese are laying and swans are swimming. And, oh man, there are um, so many birds. Why don't we just partridges and calling doves, four calling birds, three French hens. There's more. There are so yeah. many birds. Who is, who is this person? Birds, French hens, turtle doves, and a partridge. Is it just about some sort of like bird sanctuary? Is, it is. is that's what I'm thinking. Is, 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 just... it, is it someone from a bird sanctuary falls in love with a lady? Yeah. And it's just like, here are all my birds. <gasps> She's just like, you're the one with the bird sanctuary. I don't have anywhere to put these things. Oh, man. And also talk about like a cheap way, like cheaping out of buying actual gifts. You're just getting stuff from the sanctuary and giving them to your partner. <laughs> Uh, but I look, I, I'm feeling the Jurassic Park parallels here. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely Jurassic Park parallels. A dude who owns a, some kind of animal-based park, uh, decide, you know, has a whole bunch of different species, is holding them in one location, gives them to people. Yeah, I like it. Person. And there's different, obviously, each day is sort of set in a different area of yes. the same bird sanctuary. Yep. So I think what we need to do here is kind of like a spiritual successor to Jurassic Park. Right. Uh, we need a Christmas-themed name for it, but I think that what it needs to be... I mean, it's be- got to be 12 Days of Christmas, surely. I mean, oh, you mean the the park's name? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. We could just kind of call it Bird Park. <laughs> um, I think it has to be called Bird Park. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so we have. Uh, I think we'll, we will get Richard Attenborough back to play uh, Hammond. Yep. Um, and he's opened Bird Park. Yeah. Uh, in a kind of like uh, he's he's recreating the Twelve Days of Christmas. Park? But like. No, He's I mean, that's Santa, pretty much though. Jurassic Park, though, isn't it, if you think sure. about that? A- Avian Park sounds more trendy. Yeah. yeah. I-, I like Avian Park. It's it's catchier. I can see a hashtag Avian Park. I oh, yeah. can't okay. see hashtag yep. Bird Park. Bird Park, yeah. All right. So but, let- like, Hammond's come back, right? Yes. Yep. But he's As Santa. also Santa. He's also yeah, Santa. Yeah, he's also Santa. Oh, okay. I don't want to skim over that. That's yeah. Because it's his, now, it's his gift to the world. He knew that, like... Giving dinosaurs to the world was clearly a bad idea because it also birthed Jurassic World, and that's a yeah, terrible yeah. film. Um, <laughs> no, it was not bad. It was a great film. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, we don't always agree with our friend over at non Denom Studios. I don't um, watch a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, no, I think this is... What, so he, he's like, right, dinosaurs was a bad idea. Uh, so Avian Park will be my next one, and I'm going to be recreating the 12 Days of Christmas, which is primarily bird-themed for some yes. reason. Um, there's with, also with th- some milking maids and lords a-leaping. Yeah, there's and- nine ladies dancing, ten lords a-leaping, eleven pipers pipe. See, this is just yeah. the opening day. That, that, it really is. That's yeah. just their opening yeah. celebration. just their opening celebration. I like to think that he also houses all the pigeons from Home Alone as well. <laughs> All that, like that lady passed away, and he became yeah. the caretaker of all the Home pigeons. Too, where she just feeds <laughs> yeah. the pigeons all day yeah. long. <laughs> They're in there for sure. Uh, okay, great. So, yeah, this film, the twelve days, will be about the countdown to opening the park. Okay, right. Sure. Uh, so he's like, right, what do I put in there? What do I put into Avian Park? The first thing I'm going to put in there is a partridge. Uh, day two, I'm going to put in two turtle doves and another partridge because it just re- 
like do we yeah does I, it keep building on top see this is i've had arguments with people about this on the third day of Christmas, does she get the French hens all over again and another partridge in a I, pear tree? I always thought that's what happens. Like, as you repeat through I, them, I she's getting them She again. gave to me five golden rings and then yesterday four French hens the day before, two yeah. turtles. Instead of going, like, why would you do that? Why would you like, here's five golden rings and tomorrow I'm going to get you some turtle doves and five more gold rings. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you just give them me the, the 30 gold rings yesterday? All together, As yeah. Ian Malcolm said, it wasn't about trying to figure out if they could it's whether or not they should all right so <laughs> i don't think uh hammond has learned his lesson from Jurassic park no that's so a very is, good point. he is doubling up so that's every true. like every and, time it repeats and, and if, you, if you do it that way it does actually work out to about like three or four hundred birds <laughs> and that that makes more sense <laughs> for a, a bird sanctuary, sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah but only 12 partridges yeah but also I don't know, 20... 12 <laughs> pear trees. It's uh, a, 12 it's pear trees, exactly. It's a lot of pipers and ladies dancing, though. That's like, true. It's and it one. also works out to about, what, 60 or 70 gold rings? Possibly, yeah. yeah. That's quite a lot. That's uh, great. That's enough. That might be enough to start employing people again. I, that's right, I'm yeah. assuming the the Noelves thing is probably some kind of labour issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. See, what I also want to do with this is is make each day a different genre. In the same oh, yeah, way, that's a good so idea. there is going to be a lone man locked in a building fighting um, <laughs> terrorists on like the 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 um yeah maybe maybe the the lords are leaping are a terrorist group yeah and, oh, and yeah. we have to have a John McClane type the character le- the fighting leaping them off. lords leaping without the G on the end yeah the leaping lords leaping lords as a terrorist like pot pocket cell. Who yeah. are like? What's their deal? What, they're, they're, are they probably trying to um, kickstart bird flu again to try and so <laughs> yeah, like, they're, like, like that. they're breaking into the scientific labs to to Ooh, steal a rare strain yeah. of bird flu. Perfect, and they get around by leaping. <laughs> probably sure. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, what about what else have we got here? We've got uh, oh man, seven swans. Yep. That's so majestic. Birds. Eleven That's pipers. That's a lot of ponds. Pipers. Mm. Can we do a Braveheart style thing? I like, like, of course <laughs> yeah. we can. Yeah. I, I have, it's been a while since like I've heard bagpipes as being a main feature in yep. a film and I really like the you can take our birds but you can never take our freedom. Is that... <laughs> what about the... There's a particular section of birds that are trying to escape. Oh, we actually do oh, it yeah, like yeah. a chicken run style yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From the bird's perspective. Yeah. Speaking of the Mel Gibson crossover. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be the French hens because they love a protest. That's right. And yeah. we'll make that the... the an- French, we are the French underground. That'll be the animated <laughs> part of the, the series All right, as well. We, do like we need a, to do a like a nice kids oh, animated course, thing. Yeah, we definitely yep. need claymation. Stop motion, claymation, that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, that'll be about the courageous... What are they again? What, French hens. French hens who decide... Legally distinct from chicken run, though. Uh, Absolutely. 110%. Because half like, of them, their faces are half blue. <laughs> so it's going to be very distinct so hang chicken on. run. Do like, the French hens have Scottish accents then? Or? Absolutely. <laughs> so hang on. It the, won't make sense otherwise. <laughs> the rationale for the chickens in chicken run were they didn't want to die and be made into like pies. What's the rationale for them here? I don't want to be ensconced in a... Avian Park. Yeah, exactly. No, they, they, they it, it's pretending to be a natural habitat, but it's far from natural. Absolutely, ah, okay. they know better. Right. So, who's the William Wallace of our <laughs> uprising? Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Penny Wallace. <laughs> who, all right. Okay. Who, who who then is playing the voice of the claymated uh, freedom fighting Penny uh, Chicken? Uh, I mean, Alan Rickman. <laughs> Interesting. I, I I'm not sure how many sugary sweet things Alan Rickman has said in his career. We're gonna have to pull from like Galaxy Quest, Harry Potter, 
uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Robin Thieves. Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh, Die Hard. Uh, there was a like weird, like the last film he did was just like a really intense family drama. So we'll pull from sure. that as well. I don't think he's done much in I the think- way of like. Your voice would suit a hen right now. That's true. To escape but a maybe, bar. I mean, yeah. maybe we just use a computer algorithm to pull out all the words that he's ever said. And oh, they yeah. don't necessarily have to be in the sequence, yep. but it's uh, we can we can use that. It's the same way Disney reconstitutes people's faces. Yes. We can do that with their voices. It's yeah, not probably. too hard. It must be even easier than doing an entire. I've face. seen Barack Obama on YouTube singing rap songs <laughs> from, yeah, from, he's from his so speeches. So, yeah. I can't believe I don't know how he found yeah. time to do that. Yeah, we exactly. Could, we could always use Jeff Goldblum as well. That's true. He is. Still That's true. Around, yeah. Well, he'll have to be cast. In- Actually, Jeff Goldblum as a like animated character is quite nice. Taking a leaf out of the Wes Anderson sort of playbook. Oh yeah, I like that. Uh, so yeah, he'll be cast as. Uh, 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 that's my Jeff. Goldblum. Oh, that's your <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I get clever. it. Goldbluming. Uh, anyway, so we've got a sort of high intensity action one man versus the odds kind of sequence. We've got an animated sequence. We've got um, most of it will deal with. Uh, Hammond as Santa Claus opening this brand new bird sanctuary to yeah. the public. That's his gift. To Which the one world. is our legal drama? Oh, legal is drama. That, is that geese are laying? Is that a, is that a, a day of Christmas? Ooh, uh, what, other, what else have we got? There, we've got nine ladies dancing. Oh, this is weird. Mm. The lyrics are is, like... Is, is that a, a stomp the yard slash step up style? Oh, film? absolutely. <laughs> yes. Dance <Yeah>. battle. <laughs> we need that. Uh, so... Yeah, so, we, okay, here we go. Here's the full list. Partridge and Pear Tree, two turtle doves, three French hens. It's our French Revolution escaping film, yeah. Four yeah. calling birds, five gold rings, six geese are laying, seven swans are swimming, eight maids are milking, nine ladies dancing, ten lords are leaping, eleven pipers piping, and twelve drummers drumming. So we've done... Drumming, drumming. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that so one. Eleven pipers are the Braveheart chicken or French hen... Yeah. Uh... What are the drummers? Is there is that like a um, Rock of Ages musical in here as well? I like, think, well, I mean, surely the drummers is where they like step up, like stomp yeah. style. Yeah, Ooh. they could be. I think there's definitely definitely if you watch the um, the ladies dancing and the drummers drumming in a different order, you yeah. get a very different vibe from both of those yeah. films. Oh yeah, that's maybe they somehow maybe they synchronize. Oh, it's interesting. So you watch both at the same time, they kind of line up. Yeah, you and get like this sort of like oh. West Side Story. Like, yeah. um, you guys are so creative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've still got seven swans are swimming. Okay. What are they going to be doing? I, I think we do like a Geostorm style um, end of the world <laughs> weather apocalypse and the, the swans can't swim because the ice is in the lake right, yeah, frozen over because frozen over. Uh, of um, some sort of cataclysmic weather event. <laughs> done. Genre done. Move on. Actually, no. What Must we'll do, have so Dwayne the Rock To, to tie this into Santa Claus, because, uh, because Richard Attenborough slash Santa Claus has left the North Pole to go to somewhere in Hawaii to open up Avian Park. Oh, right. It's thrown the seasons out of whack. Oh, it's it's right. this like oh, massive, amazing. like crazy weather system problem. And now the geese can't swim. And now all of the lovers can't skate at the Rockefeller Center exactly. and end up holding oh, hands when no. their kid's not looking. Exactly. It's what are we going to do? We can't make a Christmas film if that doesn't happen. No, we can't. I do like throwing in some Blades of Glory style ice skating <laughs> in there as well. Underdog sports film. 
Yep. Um, that made is a tremendous film. Lords of Leaping. I think Lords of Leaping were doing like, their pirouettes spinning dances. Lords of Leaping, wasn't that our like uh, terrorist cell? That probably was a terrorist cell. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, Geese are laying? Does, is that a court? Is that a courtroom one? I've lost track. <laughs> five five gold rings could work. Maybe it's like the yeah. rings that you make as an ice skater. Oh yeah, like uh, the Olympic rings. Yeah, exactly. Like they're training oh, for the Olympics. Right. It's perfect. Olympics. Like yep. That. So it'll be go. like a like. Oh, that's what we, we'll do. A like uh, cool running style underdog sports film. Underdog sports underdog film. Sports I like yeah. it. Great. I uh, think that's covered most of the. I think bases. that's covered most of it. What we need to do now is just we need an ending that kind of ties it all together. So is it going to end like Jurassic Park in Doom, Despair, Destruction with? your favourite survivors leaving the island peacefully, or will it end with complete success, as Ooh. does most Christmas films? Or most I reckon films. odds, odd-numbered odd films is success, even-numbered films are failures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and it's just a roller coaster of highs and lows, which is what Christmas is all about. So wait, so. hang on, really it is. ends on an even, though. It does end on an It depends uh, on what order you watch it in. That's true. All right. Fair enough. So, yeah, if you can choose how you want your... If your holidays yeah, are exactly. full of despair, you hate you hate this time of year... Watch 2, 4, 6, <laughs> 8, 10, and 12. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, if you want yeah. nothing but happiness, joyous times, fun, frivolity, watch all the odd films. Yep. If you just want a real fucked up journey, watch them all out of order yep. and just love pick something out of the bag. Watch them all at once. Personalization is so marketable right yeah. now. Yeah, it is. I think this is really important. You know I do think Santa needs to have some kind of downfall. Like, is he ooh, sick and ooh. does he die? I love, like Santa Claus. Maybe he dies. Maybe he's pecked to death. Maybe he gets avian flu. Maybe he knows avian flu is coming and that's why he opened the sanctuary in the first place. Maybe he also bought shares in Kleenex before <laughs> avian flu. And so like his estate is just going I through think, the roof. I think Santa is the one character that uh, traverses every film. Yep. And oh, yeah. and in, in some films he is. like He's just like, I was the person who invented uh, deadly bird flu in the lab. And in other ones it's just like, oh yeah, and I was the one who helps the chickens dig the tunnel and I so he's he's he goes from being like a Krampus yep. to a Kringle like just every every on and off uh, yeah, day. I, I know how to we can fix this by right at the end the last two films it's obviously we go with 11 uh, an odd number and then 12 an even number on the 11th film he succumbs to bird flu but he finds a cure. Oh okay. Oh, Saved. Amazing. But then in the odd in the even film number 12 turns out the Antidote has severe side effects and he morphs into like this ravenous bird like it's, it's creature. It's got to be a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde yes. kind of yeah. serum oh, thing. Yeah, love yeah, it. yeah, exactly. So, like, if you stop on 11, it's like, oh, you've, you've, you know, you've overcome the odds. You've beaten this flu virus thing. All is well. If you then continue on to film 12, oh boy. Where he turns into a giant mutant bird person. <laughs> exactly. After midnight. And then. <laughs> After being fed. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. And that's that's how we should... Like, 11 and 12 both end with Santa Claus saying, Merry Christmas. In 11, it's beautifully happy as Richard Attenborough can only deliver. In 12, it's this horrendous screech <laughs> that just, like, pierces <laughs> your ears and, like, causes your nose to bleed. I love it. 
Um, we need to have a callback to the glass of water as well from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also somewhat a callback to like the little bird thing that just keeps <laughs> drinking oh, yes. the water. Yeah. It's drinking the water. I think the glass of water, if we go back to the Lords of Leaping, the, uh, the oh. Leaping Lords terrorist well, cell, the, the, because the, they leap everywhere. They also create, the drummers. Oh, the drummers Like in the Chinese Olympics opening ceremony in Beijing, how they put the powder on top of their drum. Just powder shooting everywhere. Yeah. All right. That's straight out of a stomp film. Yeah. Dance battle, All right? Powder drums. Who else should we have in this film? Oh, we'll just well, everyone! I always, Will every week, Ferrell. Will Ferrell, definitely. Will Ferrell, absolutely. Will I be always, in it. every week, suggest Emma Stone. Yep, and she's she, in. She's finally got she's, a chance to come back. So Great. into this film, uh, I think we need to bring some Australian actors that we've loved over the year. This year, all Hugh, of the Hemsworth, Hugh Jackman, every single Hemsworth there is. Kate Blanchett's Kate been Blanchett. in a few films. Yep, Miranda, really... Miranda Otto. Yeah, there you go. She she can come back in. Yep. Uh, I don't know any other Australian actors. Yeah, I don't watch much. <laughs> <laughs> he, name Anne Hathaway. She can be in there as yeah, well. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if we're going just ripping people out of uh, Ocean's Eight, then we yep. bring in Mindy Kaling Mindy and Kaling. Sandra Bullock yep. and. Yep. Um, Whoever else. Aquafina. Yep. Sure. sure. Well done. Rhiannon. Great pull. Rhiannon, sure. Uh, Everyone from Love Actually as well back in there. Liam yeah. Neeson, Hugh, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, the, Rowan the person who plays the the cleaner at the Prime Minister's place, who's not done another <laughs> film since. She's the only <laughs> the only one I don't recognise from yep. other things. She's in it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we just like scour through IMDb. We've got a lot of lords, maids, skis, yeah, so swans, rings, <laughs> and pear trees that we need to cast. <laughs> so. Hang on, we're gonna cast pear trees. Oh, absolutely. CG Andy Circus can play every pear tree. I think <laughs> get him in his like motion capture suit and just get him to stand there at weird angles yeah. so he can capture the pear tree uh all right i think hang on do we need a director for this oh what was really weird about uh miracle on 34th street it was said it was a john hughes film yeah who did uh home alone and all of the pretty and pinks and breakfast yeah. clubs and yeah. um but then, like, it turns out he didn't, like, write or direct the film. No, did he, he write it? He, he did the screenplay. He did the screenplay. Because obviously Miracle it. on 31st Street was, like, originally a film from, like, the 50s or 60s, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he copied and pasted someone else's script and put his name on it. Like, <laughs> I mean, much. seriously, John. Well, he added, all the law. he added all the law stuff in there. I don't think that was in the original. That's a modern twist that someone had to write about. Um, Fair enough. So who, who wrote this and who directed this one? Uh, Miracle? Yeah, no, no, in our, oh, our, in our film, one. The 12 um, Days of Christmas. Well, I think we wrote it. Oh, of course. We, oh, yeah, I forgot. We just did that, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Written and produced by Movie Film Studios in collaboration with... Uh, non Studios. Love a co-production. Yeah. Uh, but director. I, I, what I really like at the, the start of... Because um, most of our films have just had that, you know, the little... 10 second video that plays which is movie film studios now yep. we actually get to you know, put a, a yeah. non-denom we can do wait till you see Marvel, our logo it'll be a Marvel style film where the logos go for a minute yeah at the start of the film do, do, what is some... your what is your non-denom little uh, lead in or is that a is that a surprise we only find out when we go watch it oh uh, I can I guess I can tell you a little bit um, it's a Diplodocus and the <laughs> and non-denominational <laughs> winter holiday film studios goes up the spine of the Diplodocus alright okay great of course yeah. it does uh, I was thinking on director, what we do, because every film has a particular style and feel, oh, right, okay. different director for each of them. That's not bad. So for the animated one, we get like Lee Youngrich from Pixar to do yeah. that because they, Michael know, Bay can have a Michael Bay can crack do it at Wes Anderson. I like, we yep, can bring in absolutely. for the nominated Steven one. Steven Spielberg, he's a director. Oh, yeah, he sure. is, yeah, Spielberg. definitely. We'll get, uh, is there like a big war? I want to I hear Beck name another director. <laughs> Please put on some music. <laughs> um, if, if there's going to be like a giant uh, war uh, scenario film we'll get um, 
uh, what's her face, Catherine Bigelow. Oh yeah, as cool. well to do that. I thought you were going to go Ken Burns, <laughs> just do a, a slow black and white panning documentary. Sure. Yeah, that'll be one of them. One of them will have like I think the first one can be that because I mean yeah like we just need to have pictures so yeah ken burns can do the first can i one. ask an industry question sure yeah. is that why when you're editing your family videos in imovie that little slow moving <laughs> thing's called a burns yes it's oh, called the ken every burns day's a school day. that's amazing uh, <laughs> i love that your studio uses imovie <laughs> guys budget cuts <laughs> we're doing it tough yeah um yeah so that's it we just get we just get uh whatever director is famed for any given type of film yeah. just chuck them in there and off they go who's famed for like avian drama michael uh, alfred hitchcock I oh think. yeah that's true oh, yeah, we have to get great. him back from the dead <laughs> so many- we can't we can't just cgi alfred hitchcock's face on someone else and get them to direct it but just because they look like them doesn't mean that they're any good at doing their style of film I believe that Alfred Hitchcock yeah. directed this yeah. one. So we'll get, no, you know what we'll do? We'll get Anthony Hopkins again, who played Alfred Hitchcock in that biopic Hitchcock, I think it was called. Uh, or sure. I think it had creative Emma name. Thompson in it as well. Yeah. So, so she, we'll get Anthony Hopkins in again, put him in the like prosthetics for fat suit, Alfred Hitchcock yeah. and the fat suit and get him to direct yeah. the film. And just have Mara Wilson following him around. I believe you can do this, Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> That's so motivating. It's I like how miracle. we're also considering this from a HR perspective because oh, yeah. that's so important. Exactly. It's not just on screen. We are we're not just creatives here. We are producers and we definitely toe that line of producing. You need to cover all your bases and most of that being HR and law related. I really don't I didn't want to admit this um because I did come in with a lot of bravado, but I think uh, we could actually learn a lot from you guys. You really seem to know what you're doing. That's right, you know. We've we've been we've been doing this for Literally a year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so I mean, long, that, that's that's a long lot of experience. It's a long time. Over in this over industry. sixty films. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure many other studios can boast that. No, so. no one can boast. A oh, we've done film. thousands. It's just that none of them have have made it. This could be it. Could be. Fact, this could be it. I'm going to say 12. it is it. Yeah, it'll be out next week, so we'll find out. <laughs> we've got everything except a love interest. Oh, Ooh. we didn't really do. Yeah, we didn't really do a love story themed one, did we? But they can cross over. Of course, of course they can. Maybe, maybe it needs when to be you're like watching, an, an under like maybe the love story needs to go through all of them. So every single film is a like undercurrent of love in there. Maybe uh, Santa falls in love with. Oh, yeah, of course, Penny. The, oh, the, the, the French bird. Yeah, and then Played joins the revolution. <laughs> yeah, as, as, as anything can happen at Christmas in a bird park in Hawaii. Apparently, <laughs> because sure. love actually is all around this time of year. Yeah, it is. We'll need to get that. Who sang that song? Um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we'll get them back to do the soundtrack for this film as well. <gasps> wow, will that be expensive? Can we do that? Probably. I know. We might only be able to get two of them. Yeah. Um, Are they alive? Just, Not might, that that matters. It might yeah. just be wet, wet. It might just be wet, wet. <laughs> wet, wet. <laughs> wet, wet, damp. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think <laughs> I think that's a wrap. I think oh, you're right. Sorry, what do we what do we name this film? It's, it's the 12 Days of Christmas. 12 Days of Christmas. All right. That and then each, a- each day is named for the thing that it's about. Exactly. <gasps> okay. 12 Adventures. Like Advent Calendar. With a hyphen in the middle, so it's obvious that yeah. it's fun. <laughs> Oh no, the studio doesn't like punctuation in the title. That's right, yeah, we can't have that. So it's just going to okay. say adventures, and people adventures. are like, I don't get the, I no, don't get the it, joke. It needs the hyphen, but I guess love actually didn't yield, you know? Yeah, they went right, without yeah. the comma, we that's could right. too. They were equally as popular. Yeah. So maybe that's where we need to go. So it's, it's 12 days of Christmas, a Christmas advent. Sure. Ch- Ch- 
<laughs> Guys, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Right. We'll just yeah, we'll just put a space between Advent and Ure. U R E. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, that's all it. we need. Okay, that's what Love actually right. did. The only thing is with the hashtag though, I think once you put a hyphen in, you lose the hashtag. Ooh. I don't. That's going to be a problem for marketing. That's a marketing problem. Yeah. we don't really focus on that too okay. much. Okay. All right. I think, don't worry about it. I, th- <laughs> I think that's a wrap on the twelve days of Christmas. A Christmas, Christmas advent. adventure. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll How- get that better. <laughs> Housekeeping as per usual. We are online at moviefilmstudios.net where you can find all of our previous episodes, our bios and Mufuzawidada, the database of films that we've created on this podcast. Search Facebook for Movie Film Studios and join the community where we post clues as to the trailers we've watched Ooh, in upcoming episodes. Four of them this week. Ah, yes. The big four. Die, Die Hard. Miracle on 34th Street. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. That's that's got a pun in it. Puns don't normally translate terribly well (laughs) into emojis. Oh, well. We'll see how we go. Good luck. Um, If you like listening to the podcast and you're getting real sick of the platform you're currently listening to it on, have a listen to it on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, our website and pretty much yeah. any other place that you get podcasts. You can, from. I mean, you can just actually put it on your computer and press play. You could too, yeah. And then just walk away from it. Like <laughs> you don't even really need to listen to it, so long as it's playing through. Yeah, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll track. It'll, it'll all counts as listens, we, we, people. <laughs> or you can do what I do and listen to podcasts in the shower. Oh, nice. How, how really? I, I bought a Bluetooth speaker one time to try and listen to podcasts in the shower, and it was just. It was unworkable because the, the speaker was so horrible that it didn't do voice and it cut out every five seconds. I'm like, I can't listen to this. No, mine's great. Splash proof and all. Splash proof. Oh, yeah. there you go. Sponsored by splash proof Bluetooth shower speakers. Listen in your shower. Take take 45 minute showers and <laughs> listen to entire episodes. It's a good place for ideas. It's possibly the best way to listen to movie film studios. Uh, Beck, do you have any uh, upcoming performances you'd like to plug? Yes. No. Great. But, like, I, I promise I perform. I just yes. can't think of anything yeah. right now. Do you have a, a website where people can find your uh, upcoming shows and things like that? Oh, I do. It's beckmelrose.com. Nice and oh, simple. You didn't even need to get a .net. No. We had to get a .net. It, I don't know if it's more expensive. Like, I did it in the first year. I'm really scared that next year my bill is going to be huge. But no, no, no. It's super cheap. It's still cheap. We just couldn't get .com because yeah. someone else has it. Moviefilmstudios.com. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Who would have got that? <laughs> .net's better anyway. I it prefer is. it. It's classier. You can, it's catch, classier you can catch more with a net. <laughs> Can't catch anything Ooh. with a com. Marketing. Right. And so I good. think that's it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays Happy indeed. Happy holidays to everyone. All that remains is to thank you all again for listening this week. Happy holidays. I've been Isaac. I've been AJ. And I'm always back. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs>